Hey, this is the Bud Man, and you're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Now to our studio and your host, local real estate expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. Good morning, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. And you can obviously text 407-566-2555 if you'd like to do that as well. So starting off our show today, we've got lots of great things going on. Going to start out with the stats, obviously, and um, talking a little bit about, um, you know, safety and what the safest places to buy and everything in Florida right now. Um, Back to school tax holiday, you probably have heard about that, but um, even if you're not going back to school, you can get a sales tax holiday. Uh, they're talking about the recession in housing. Is it over? And um, in insurance stuff, just a lot of stuff that we're going to be going over today. So it's going to be a great show, and I look forward to talking to you even further. Um, but starting out with the stats, basically the sale of single-family homes increased to 455 last week from 444 the week before, so only 11 more. So staying very consistent, which is what we like to see. The median price of single-family homes is at 4 430,000, which is up a little bit the, from the week before, but still in that that phase of where it really is. You know, when we're looking at just a week, it's always going to vary a little bit, but we're at 430,000, which is pretty close to, you know, where we think that we should be basically. When you're breaking down those houses and where they're coming from, uh, of the 455, 40 of them are under 250,000. So just when you're thinking about your budget, knowing where that's at, 29 are between 250 and 300, 120 between three and 400, 105 between four and 500, 138 between a 500 and a million, and then there were 23 over a million. So when you're looking at um, ask to list price, it's at 98.31 overall, but 93.34 under 250 and over a million was at 96.25. And then everywhere in between was at 97.23, 99.18, 98.88, and 99.01. So in those median price ranges, they're pretty close to asking is what's going on. Um, the months of inventory that we're looking at is right at 2.07. Everything is under two months, um, except for 500 to a million is at 2.74 and over a million is at 5.67. So the only market that's a normal market, which is between four and six months is 500 to a million. Everything else is still considered a seller's market when you're looking at the single family home. And so that's, you know, what the scoop is in regards to that. When you're looking at condos, townhomes, and villas, there were 145 that sold last week. It was 143 the week before, so again, very consistent. And the median price remained the same at 270000 And so um, 270 versus 430, there's quite a bit of room there, but you do have additional fees usually on condos, townhomes, and villas. And so that's what the, the scoop is on that. But because 270 is the median, the majority of them 
are under 250. Of the 145, 62 of them were under 250,000, and 28 were between 250 and 300, 29 between 304, uh, 21 between 400 and 500, six of them between 500 and a million, and nothing sold over a million, which there are still 13 on the market there. The months of inventory in um, where these are are 2.58. Everything um, under 300 is less than two months. Uh, four, 300 to 400, they're at 3.6 months. 400 to 500, 2.84. Uh, 500 to a million are at 8.45. And those 13, because there wasn't anything sold, doesn't tell us you know, how many months there are, but there's quite a few months of that. And then list ask price there is at 98.14. And everything was pretty much uh, 98% across the board. Even 500 to a million was at 97.79. So basically, when you're looking at that, you know, you could, you might have a little 2% difference that you can work with over there, but, but that's kind of what's going on it, um, with our stats for this week. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So one of the things that, um, that we were talking about that I was kind of telling you about that I wanted to talk about was the safety concerns. And these are the top Florida cities that they're considering the most safeties. And uh, the number one might not be a shocker is what it's saying is the villages. And the villages is, um, has a population of 79 um, 79,077 people. So almost 80,000 in the villages. The violent crime rate is 881 per 100,000. So that's what's going on there. Number two in the state is Palm Coast, which their population is 89,258. And they're 997 per 100,000. So again, a very safe place. Next is Riverview. Um, Next is Northport, Brandon, Then after that, we have Spring Hill. So these are all kind of in the Tampa area over there. Wesley Chapel. Tampa itself is um, number eight. Town and Country. Not sure where that's at. That's, I guess, in Tampa as well. Then we have Cape Coral, um, you know, leading out the list after that. So the one that's close, the two that are closest to us are number one and number two, which are the villages and Palm Coast. But I guess it depends on where you live, because if you're closer to Tampa, then you've got, you know, those things going over there too. So um, basically, that's just a study that comes out. um, And uh, the these are, oh, these are actually, oh, I'm sorry, I'm just kind of rambling here, but I was looking at this and it said Central Florida's mega 55 plus community of 60,000 re- residents ranks number one. And I think that what they're looking at is they're looking at towns that are over 60,000. So if you're living somewhere and you think that you should have been on the list, you maybe should have been, um, but but uh, the population of that started at 60,000. So... Um, Next, I just wanted to remind everybody that right now the back to school holiday is on. It goes through August 6th. So 
when um, we're getting ready to start to go back to school. So when back to school starts, what happens is that at that point in time, the real estate market does uh, close down, not close down, but it, it slows down for a couple of weeks because when school starts, you know, everybody's getting ready for school. Everybody has new patterns and all of that kind of thing. And as a result of that, they're just not out there looking at houses like maybe they were because they have other activities going on. So once school gets in a week or so and all the meet to the teachers are done and everybody's into the new routine, then everything speeds up again. So one of our slowest months for for real estate is closings in September. And that whole reason is because obviously most of school here starts the like August 9th to 15th or something like that is when most of the school dare, schools around here are starting school. So basically um, what you can get um, Florida sales tax off for office supplies used by students, including pads and computers that sell less for, than $1,500. So, um, you know, you might as well take advantage of that if you need some of those things, obviously. Um, you know, you can actually get learning aids and jigsaw puzzles with a sales price of $30 or less. Um, personal computers, like we talked about, wallets, bags, backpacks, fanny packs, footwear and diaper bags that cost $100 or less are things that aren't inclu are included in the sales tax holiday and um, clothes of certain accessories with a sale price of $100 or less are out there. Things that aren't included are um, clothing that are more than $100, uh, school supply items that are more than $50, books not otherwise exempt, um, computers more than $1,500, um, accessories for the computers printed um, or for commercial proper commercial purposes. But in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So the, one of the, the things that somebody was talking to me about this week, and, and so I found this article that kind of went along with it, but they were talking about the housing recession. You know, is it over? What's going on? And all of that kind of thing. And basically, they're saying that there are positive signs out there when it comes to real estate. There's builder optimism, rebounding prices, more investment, and they suggest a corner may have been turned in the real estate market. Now, as all of you know, you know, we've been talking at least for the last year that the market has stabilized. And with that, that means that the prices aren't necessarily going up. They're not necessarily going down, but they have stabilized. Now, before they stabilized, there was quite the jump and everything out there in housing. And so, you know, the fact that it hasn't fallen or anything like that. I mean, we did go through a period of time where there were a few fewer houses being sold on a weekly basis. We're kind of back to normal and everything now. And the change with that really came with the change in the interest rates, where the interest rates went up. And they were at historical lows. Um, you know, basically, the 
the interest rates never before have been in like the three percent and and that kind of thing, and they the I think that that somebody had um, pointed out to me that basically the median price, excuse me, of interest rates, you know, if you're looking at all over time, is somewhere around seven to eight percent or something like that, and right now we're basically in the high sixes, and so basically. Um, you know, we're, we're kind of a close to where it, the normal is basically, but, um, it base, it took people time to go almost from the interest rates doubling fairly quickly is what was happening, um, over a year ago to get to the point where they realize that this is the new normal for now. And, um, so they vary on a daily basis. So, that's why it's so important when you're working with somebody that you lock in your rate at the right time. A lot of times um, some lenders will have it so that you can actually maybe switch it once during that time period or whatever. But you have to have a house usually that you're going to be purchasing in order to lock it in. Um, a few institutions you don't, but most institutions you do because they don't want to lock you in on a property and you have to close within a certain amount of time. And if they can't get it done because you don't even have that property, it makes it a little bit tough. But, um, you know, these key indicators that are showing that the housing recession may be over is that the home builders, um, they rose, that their um, industry sentiment rose to 56, um, which is only up from 55 uh, the month earlier, but it was at a low of 31 in December. And um, this is the highest since June of 2022. So basically, um, you know, we're looking good on that that front. Then the Commerce Department reported that construction started on 1.44 million homes in June as a seasonally adjusted annual rate, bringing the second quarter average to 1.45 million up from the first quarter of 1.39 million. So there's a lot of houses being built, not just here in Central Florida, but all over the country. And so the fact that that is increasing is another factor that um, the recession may be over. And then the Federal Reserve Bank's um, gross domestic product tracking model estimates of residential investment. So these are investors that are investing in real estate grew at 0.1% on an annual rate from the second quarter from the first and the first increase since the first quarter of 2021. So investments are going up. So that's another sign that everything is going in the right direction. And then there was an increase in the number of new building permits suggests that the growth of residential investment in the third quarter will be positive. So with all of these things combined, they're pretty much, um, you know, forecasting that the housing recession might be over. Now, what does that mean for anyone here in Central Florida? At this point, it really doesn't mean much. Um, it might be an indication that maybe prices will start to increase a little bit or whatever, you know, but, um, you know, from my standpoint, if they increase a little bit, that's awesome. If they stay the same, that's great. What we don't want them to do is to fall down. And I know that a lot of people have, a lot of people have told me they think that they the market is, um, kind of volatile and that the prices are going to decrease, but they've been saying that for over a year. And we've kind of shown that we have enough 
influx coming in here and so many people that want to and need to buy as a result of that, that the the market really is not going down. It is staying very, very consistent. Now, I don't have the crystal ball and everything out there so that I know for sure, but all of the indications and everything are out there, in my opinion, that they're going to stay very consistent. And one of the things that, um, you know, I was around for, I got my license in 2005. So, you know, in Central Florida, you know, everybody talks about how everything was so terrible in 8, 9, and 10. Well, I knew that that was going to happen actually um, in the fall of 2005, early 2006, actually, I could tell that things were going to um, start tumbling because what had happened here in Central Florida is we had been going up 5% a month, you know, um, with our, our values. And I knew that wasn't sustainable. I mean, it's like anybody that's really thinking knows that 5% increase in real estate is not sustainable. So basically what happened is that, um, you know, the market kind of um, had to correct itself because it had gone up so quickly. And what had happened is that we got to a point back then where um, the buyers just said, hey, enough is enough. At first, they're like, yeah, bidding, 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 wars and all of that kind of stuff, thinking that, hey, we're going to be able to, um, you know, get this house and it's okay, it's going to be all right. And then finally, they said enough is enough. We're not paying that for those houses. So the difference, you know, looking here, that's, uh, you know, 15 years beyond that or whatever, close to it from 2008 to 2023, is that basically the, the difference in the market here is that, you know, we stabilized. We didn't continue to increase. We weren't increasing at that fast speed. But, you know, the market, you know, the pendulum always goes one way too far or one way the other way too far sometimes. And that's definitely what happened way back in 2000 you know, 10 was kind of the bottom where everything hit bottom. And then it started traveling up, but it was going up very smoothly and slowly and everything. And then COVID hit. And so COVID kind of stabilized things. And then as after that was all over, then it made up for lost time again. And also during COVID, what happened was that the builders were not building. So they had been building during that time, you know, we might not have had the increases and everything because we wouldn't have had such a high demand for for properties that didn't exist. So now the builders are building again and everything's just kind of going, you know, the way that it should. So provided that there is not any kind of major catastrophe, in my opinion, everything looks very good for real estate, especially here in Central Florida, with at least staying where it's at right now and then maybe starting to increase a little bit. But basically, um, you know, in my opinion, that's kind of where we're at is that we're just staying very steady. And so with that, that makes a very good situation for everybody out there that is currently looking for property because you're not going to have to increase it every week in regards to what you're looking for. And then, um, you know, for those that own, uh, you know, the property values are holding and everything and they'll start increasing again and everything. So it's just kind of a, a settling time for the market is what we've been in for the last year. And all indications are that we're kind of staying there. There's a couple of things that are showing that it might be increasing a 
a little bit, but for the most part, we're staying exactly where we're at. So we're in a great spot. So if you want to buy, it's a great time to buy. If you want to sell, it's a great time to sell. Good time to do whatever you want to do. So in order to um, get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com, and we will see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So I was looking at, uh, you know, everybody has questions and concerns about insurance. And we all do, you know, um, if you're a homeowner and everything out there. And there's just been so much talk of it on the news. And and basically, if you do have a policy, and it comes up for renewal, um, you know, you're going, okay, how much am I going to pay now? And what can I do to minimize it? And, um, you know, there was, I think last week, it was in the news that farmers was leaving the, the market. Um, farmers insurance was leaving Florida. And um, so, but State Farm came out and they said that we're going to stay in Florida. They actually are the second largest private insurer and they promised to stay here is a positive sign for an industry that has had a few, uh, uh, few good signs lately is basically, you know, what they're saying. And, um, you know, when it comes down to it, um, you know, there are things that you can do to minimize your insurance costs. And one of them might be bundling it where you bundle it with meaning that you have your car insurance, your um, and your homeowner's insurance. And if you have any other kind of liability policies or anything like that, that you have them all with the same company. And when you have that bundle, they usually give you an additional discount. So that's something that you might want to consider. And, um, you know, obviously State Farm does have auto and all of those kinds of things as well. And, um, you know, after, um, at, at one point in time, they were not writing new policies in Florida, but they are writing new policies and everything in Florida. The last quarter, they went up to, um, 584,954 policies in Florida. So that's how many they had, um, as of the, the first quarter of 2023. So, um, basically it, it does come down to that they do need to, um, the state wants to know how many policies everybody has. So the only one that is um, higher than State Farm in the state is Citizens, which is the <clears throat> the state insurance company. Got a frog in my throat today, I'm sorry. But um, basically, um, what happened with State Farm, kind of their history, is when Hurricane Andrew came through and caused um, $25.5 billion in damages, there were 625,000 claims, and that was in 1992, and State Farm was the largest carrier. So the storm's devastation caused 20 companies to pull out of the state, and eight companies went out of business, according to um, published reports at the time. And State Farm announced at that time 
it was no longer going to write new policies at that point in time. And they just took a step back, which was a good company thing to do to not dump everybody that they had, but just to take a step back and look at what they could do and, and make everything, you know, good and all of that kind of stuff. And then, um, Basically, what has happened then is that a state uh, State Farm has uh, was Florida's top insurer until it was overtaken by Citizens, and the year after um, the succession of costly for- storms, which was probably in 2004, I'm not exactly then. Um, in 2007, State Farm had just over a million policies. And by 2009, they um, had fallen to second place with about 700. And like I said, now they're at about a half a million or over a half a million policies that they have in the state. So I was talking to somebody. I don't know if this is true or not. It was one of my clients that I'm working with. And basically what they had told me is that when they talked to State Farm, that they said that the houses that they're insuring have to be 2003 and newer. So... You might want to check with your um, representative and see if it's something that, you know, makes sense. The biggest thing with insurance that I find is that you definitely need to shop it. And so um, when you shop it, you're you're going to find all kinds of different prices and everything out there. Some things that you can do to mitigate the price for sure is that you can get a four-point inspection that is required on some houses depending on their age. And then the second thing would be to get a wind mitigation report. Now these wind mitigation reports, they're required to get every four years. So you need to get it every four years. They cost somewhere between $150 and $200. And there are inspectors that can do them. If you need somebody, we're more than happy to um, refer you to some people that could do that wind mitigation report for you. But I did one on my house this last year, and um, it brought my insurance premium down by $1,000. So, you know, spend 200, save $1,000 over four years, that's a good investment, right? So I strongly suggest that everybody definitely get a a wind mitigation report if you don't have that, and they are required to be refreshed every four years. Now, unless you've gotten a new roof or, um, you know, something's changed on your house, it's going to be the same. They check in the attic to make sure that that your house is, the roof is attached to the way that it should be and different things with the garage doors and all kinds of stuff like that that are making it so that the house is as hurricane proof as it could be, you know, when it comes to wind mitigation. And so basically, you know, that's a good thing that you can do, but definitely shop, get those wind mitigation reports. And I think you're going to find yourself in a much better position when it comes to getting homeowners insurance. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to news radio, WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is central Florida. Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. Another thing out there that, you know, as the population, um, as you might be aging and that kind of thing, and a lot of people have heard about it, but they don't really know too much about it, and that is a reverse mortgage. And I believe in order to qualify for it, you have to be at least 62, is um, my understanding of it, and it might be a little bit 
older than that, that or younger, but I'm pretty sure it's 62. But um, basically, when you're you're looking at that, a reverse mortgage is something where they're instead of you're using the equity of your home and they're giving you money, but it's a payment that you don't have to make on your home. You can just that they they figure that based on your age and everything that there's enough equity in the home that when it comes time for you to sell it, that the equity is going that there there's going to be enough equity that was there that they're going to be able to pay back the loan. So there still is interest charges and that kind of thing that are put on the loan, but it's just eating up your equity as time goes on. So for some people, it's a good deal. And for other people, it's not. But, you know, I'm of the opinion that you need to check it out for yourself. And everybody's situation is different to see you know, what's the best thing for you. So uh, it's a it's a good way. It, it might not be the best way to take cash out of a property, but it might, make, it might make sense to refinance the property to get a second mortgage or get a home equity loan or whatever. But if, um, you know, the thing with a reverse mortgage is that you can make payments on it. And so it can reduce the, and increase your equity, just like any regular loan, if you want to do that. And that's through the program, which is an FHA product. All um, reverse mortgages are not that way, but the, the HECMs definitely are that you can do that. How much you can take out of the home depends on your age. So the older you are, the higher percentage of the home's value that you can take out. And um, But you have to look at the cost to get the reverse mortgage. From the ones I've looked at, they've been a little bit higher than some of the other fees in regards to getting mortgages. So you want to make sure that you're comparing apples to apples when you're doing it. And then if the last thing to consider is if there's somebody else that you want um, the ho- to get the house when it's over, if it's a spouse or something like that, that is not on the mortgage, you want to see how it affects them, you know, uh, uh, when you pass away and what's going to happen with all of that. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can find us online at Central Florida Real Estate Radio, and we will see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So one of the things that I was talking to one of my um, customers that I was working with this week is that, you know, really when it comes down to it, um, you know, a lot of people today don't necessarily feel like they need an agent when it comes to purchasing a home. They think they can go right to the seller's agent and, um, you know, they're just going to find it online and everything. And I completely disagree. Now, obviously, I'm a real estate agent, broker, and um, all of that kind of good stuff. But the thing that I think that is really critical and really, really important for people to know is that when it comes down to it, a lot of the houses that are online, the really, really good ones, they're gone even before you see them. And, um, you know, still in today's market, I mean, the market is is still, um, you know, somewhat of a, a 
normal market, I mean, is basically where we're at. But but basically, um, you know, there when a good house comes on the market, it's gone within days. And the thing that I think is kind of interesting, and when you're looking at it, and all of that kind of stuff online, if you're not out there like that day, you could miss it. And so that's not really an enviable position to be in. And a lot of people in my opinion, get computer fatigue, if you will, um, or house fatigue is is a better way of saying it, I think, uh, of just like looking, 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 looking. And the other fallacy that I find online that I don't necessarily like, um, it is what it is, and I accept it, is that when you're looking at properties online, you're judging it completely on the marketing that has been put in front of you, meaning the pictures or whatever. And that does not um, definitely represent the house nine times out of 10, I would say. If the pictures are bad, the house is going to be better. If the pictures are great, then um, basically you're going to be dealing with a, a different situation and everything as well there. So so basically, um, I don't like pictures, uh, you know, for people to judge things on. I, I mean, I do the best pictures that we can do when it comes to anything that we're selling, trust me, and because I want to make sure that I can get people into the house, um, you know, basically is what comes on. But but still, pictures do not always show the right um the, the, the right thing when it comes to a particular house. There's a house right now that we have on the market and I don't like how the pictures look. I don't think that they show the house um, off the way that it needs to be shown off. And so I talked to the photographer because we hire professional photographers to come in there and do the pictures. And so I talked to the photographer and I said, hey, you know, what can we do? Because this house is not looking like the way it should be looking. It does not have that look to it. Um, and so what can we do to make it better? And so basically, you know, we talked about it and uh, I said, you know, do we need to do a walkthrough tour? Do we need to do um, Matterport, which is a way that you walk through and, and you can see it that way. And, um, you know, and, and basically what it came down to is that what we talked about is that because the rooms are so big in this house, because it is a 4,500 square foot house, that you cannot do good pictures, you know, even a professional photographer without doing special things to them because there's too many shadows. Um, you can't have all the lighting the way that you need to. In a smaller house, you definitely can, but in a bigger house, you need to do something else. So, um, you know, so what basically that means is that, you know, I said, okay, well, let's spend some more money, do what we need to do to get it to the point where we can actually show off that house the way that it needs to be shown off. And um, so we're in process of doing that. And so that'll make all the difference in the world in regards to what it says, because the house is absolutely gorgeous, but it doesn't show that in the pictures. And so, um, you know, that's my frustration as being the listing agent. And we've only had the house on the market for about a week. So it's not like, um, you know, like, it's gone a long time, but, but looking at it and looking at the house, it's two different things in my opinion. And, um, 
So basically pictures are so important, but when people are looking online, they're judging everything based on those pictures and you can blow them up and you can look at all the minute details and all of that kind of stuff and looking at it and all of that. But you could probably go and look at that house in person and get that same amount done in the amount that you're spending there and actually have a feel for the neighborhood and all of those kinds of things too. Because when it comes down to it, a lot of times people... They love the house, but they don't like the, something about the neighborhood. You know, whether it's the neighbors aren't keeping the lawns up the way that you would like them, whether the entrance to the property, um, to the to the development isn't up to snuff or whatever. Um, you know, sometimes um, I was looking at a community this week and, and the golf course behind the house was not as pristine as you would have expected it to be. And they said that... Um, basically they were getting ready for the the winter or whatever so they were kind of letting it go rough to get to the winter but that's the time we're looking at the house right now is now and so do you know that that's actually true or you know whatever I mean every golf course does it differently and everything and this course is open to the public so it shouldn't really be an issue it has a new owner a year ago so they're in process of of getting it in good shape but when you're buying a house on a golf course you want that golf course to look nice and there have been several golf courses throughout central Florida that have been abandoned and so if that's going to happen behind your house I mean that's not why you bought that golf course view, right? So those things are really, really important. So those are the kind of things that you're not going to see online that you really need to look at and to investigate. And that's where it's so hard when people are buying houses online, in my opinion. Um, you know, it's like you need to actually go there. So I'm a big proponent of that. And I'm a big proponent of finding houses that aren't even on the market to try to find even something better. And so with all of that, those are just things that that we do, you know, to make your life easier. You know, you can look online and everything if you like to. And I don't have a problem with you doing that, obviously, when we're working with you. But, um, but it's like, there, there's so many things that come into play that online doesn't show the right, right, system necessarily on it but it is what we have today and people like to look at it but if you're just joining us you're listening to news radio wfla orlando i'm your host laura peterson your home sold guaranteed realty this is central florida real estate radio with you every sunday at 8 a.m if you want to reach us you can call or text 407-566-2555 that's 407-566-2555 and we've come to the point in the show where i'm going to talk about our house in the week and this one is a house in Davenport. It's under 300000 It's a house that was built in 2014 or 16. I don't remember off the top of my head. I apologize for that. But it is a three-bedroom, two-bath, uh, nice backyard pretty nice size backyard. Um, the The home is not huge. It's listed at 291,000 and it's in Highland Meadows. Um, so it's a, it's a nice community, a rather new community, obviously. Um, they do have a community pool and everything there, but 
really nice house, um, you know, that that is been well maintained and everything. So um, under 291,000 or at 291,000 under 300, you don't find a lot of houses like that um, at this point in time. And basically, you know, as I said earlier in the show, the median price of a single family home is 430. So if you did want to get one, um, you know, under 300, this is a, a great house for you to get. So um, our time's up for today. So in order to get in touch with us, if you want to call 407-566-2555 or find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com. And we'll see you next week. Have a great one, everybody. Bye-bye.